0: This is Kristen Smith, and you're listening to the Destination Begin Podcast. Hi, hi. Welcome to the podcast. It's so nice that you're here again to listen to another episode. Today I'm going to be talking about vacation food plans. Wow. Is there any other way to ruin the idea of a vacation than to talk about a diet? (laughs) And I'm not actually talking about a diet. I'm talking about a plan. And I have found in my own journey with food that having a plan has changed everything. And the word diet, there's all these negative connotations around diet. And I don't even like the word diet. What I do is I always have a plan. And, you know, failed a plan. Means you're going to plan to fail or something like that. Um, I just find it's very powerful. And I started writing vacation food plans a couple of years ago because I would go on a trip and even a simple trip down to Iowa, like a day trip, driving down there and back to see my relatives. It would be this mentality I would get into of vacation eating. And it, it would turn into a really full binge for me. And like, like a little light switch would be flipped in my head of, it's vacation, therefore I must – not that I can. I must monopolize on every moment of this and eat all the things all the time. And so I would come back from vacations or day trips and just feel disgusting, bloated, and not good because I had eaten way more food than I needed to. And on longer vacations, I mean, you multiply that day after day. And I just – got tired of coming home and feeling so terrible, physically feeling terrible, feeling sick, and then feeling terrible about all the work that I had undone or work that I needed to do to just recover from being on vacation. And I thought, you know, the point of a vacation is to enjoy yourself, but it's not supposed to be an event that you come home beaten up. And that's how I was feeling. And so – I started a very simple practice to simply on my phone, I write a note and I start, you know, a decent chunk of time before I go on a trip and I start to plan out what my plan is going to be based on where I'm going and who I'm going with. And it's never the same every trip and it's certainly not rigid, but it's a a set of parameters that I live my vacation by because you know vacation it tends to not just be a vacation from work and our environment but we tend to think it's a vacation from all food rules and and healthy foods and the routines and water and exercise and um a lot of people go on vacation and the idea of a diet or working out on a vacation is the opposite of a vacation and it ruins their fun and if that's you I'm not talking to you and you don't need to listen to this because you have it figured out and I envy you I can't do it um and so This either is going to resonate with you or it's not. It's going to be a relief and a plan that you jump on or not, or maybe you just learn one thing. But um, I think about the idea of a food plan, um, kind of like traffic lights and street rules. Um, You know, in in traffic, we all get to go wherever we want. Nobody's telling you you can't go to the mall, you can't go to work. But there's a set of street signs and street lights, and they offer a safe boundary so that everyone can get where they're going. And that's how how a food plan on vacation to me is supposed to work. And that's what it's supposed to accomplish. It's not supposed to squelch your fun, but it's supposed to provide you freedom to have fun in all the meanings of that word fun. I mean, is it fun to feel sick from sugar? I've passed out from sugar consumption. Is it fun to be dehydrated? I mean, I've gotten a major headache and felt like trash because I'm dehydrated. Is it fun to be bloated and tired? Is it fun to waste like half of a day of your vacation sleeping when your family is out having fun because they didn't overindulge? That's not fun. I've fallen asleep on a boat. I've fallen asleep on a train because I've overeaten or I've had too much sugar. Um, Not to mention, is it is it fun to fit into your vacation clothes on day one but not on day five? It's That's not fun. And so by having a plan you can ensure that you're having fun and that your fun isn't ruined by having too much fun so hopefully that kind of makes clear what i'm what I'm getting at here I am not uh, a fun police I'm not a fun squelcher i'm I'm a big believer in fun um that is not ruined by consequences from having too much vacation fun so And, you know, again, you may be okay with coming home from vacation with extra weight to lose. Uh, Some people do, and that's fine. You can lose it really quickly. The second half of this podcast, I'm going to talk about how to get back on track after vacation. Um, But some of us really hate that feeling of coming home five pounds heavier, 10 pounds heavier. Um, A lot of times it just adds to that feeling of depression that your vacation is over. Um, And so by having a plan, you can mitigate that. You can minimize it. And it feels good to come home knowing that you stayed in the driver's seat to the degree that felt good to you. And simply knowing that can really help you snap back to normal a lot faster and and help not have such a depression when you get home. I mean, it sucks this vacation is over and you feel not good in your clothes. Um, so enjoying your vacation, totally the point, but also you want to come home without having that guilt side effect of your vacation. So I suggest that you write a plan and you base it on you, what you like, where you're going, your own habits, your own preferences, and and focus on things that will keep you in check and offer the most bang for your buck. I can't tell you what that is. The whole point of this is for it to be autonomous and allows you to have the best vacation ever based on what you like. Like if you're going to a beach vacation and it's all inclusive, you're going to want a different plan than someone who's going to New York City. Or you know you may need to decide, well, I get to drink all that I want. So then my plan needs to involve some workouts and some hydration rules so that I can enjoy that alcohol. Uh, Maybe you're going to Europe. Well, you will probably do a lot of walking, a lot of sightseeing. So drinking may not be as much of a thing, but you're going to be already exercising. So maybe your plan is going to focus more on how many desserts you're going to have in France or, um, you know, how you're going to stretch and recover from all that walking and sightseeing. So that's just an example that it's definitely a plan you write based on your trip. So I'm just going to go through some topics that you should address in your food plan as you write it and kind of the whys and some examples for you too. So the first thing that I like to include on my vacation plan is an activity plan. So um, if you normally work out every day or you're a runner, whatever it is, you should decide to stay active on your trip. Even if it's a 15-minute jog just to break a sweat or even if you just decide that every day on your trip you're going to do your ab routine or maybe you're going with a whole bunch of people or your family. Maybe you say, you know, every day, family – we're going to do 10 rounds of jumping jacks, 50 touch your toes, some bicycles on the floor, and some fun dancing to two songs. I mean, something fun but that just gets your blood flowing, just moving intentionally, even if you're going to be sightseeing and you're going to be walking around. That intentional moving your body, it engages your mind, it boosts your endorphins, you burn some calories, and it simply connects your mind and your body in a healthy way, especially if you're used to working out every day anyway. It's good to continue that on your vacation. And I will suggest if you're doing a lot of walking on a vacation, like you're sightseeing or something, consider starting your morning with 20 minutes of just stretching. Get on the floor, stretch what feels tight. You know, maybe do a yoga routine on your phone, you know, a five, 10-minute flow something to really stretch out your body, that feels really good. It's not a workout. It's not going to exhaust you before you start walking and, and running around doing your sightseeing. But it's going to really help get your ligaments and your tissues and your fascia all happy, especially if you're not used to walking for 15 hours a day and that's what you've been doing. So when I write my plan, I usually will say like this coming week I'm going to Miami and Um, be gone for seven days. So my goal is to run five of those seven days and to go do an intentional workout at a yoga studio or a fitness center three times. So that's what my activity plan is. And so those are my parameters. I'm still going to be able to have a lot of fun. I'm not going to spend the whole vacation working out, but that seems like a good plan for me. Another really important thing to address in your plan is hydration. Um, No matter where you're going or what you're doing, you're going to be probably walking more or in the sun more. If you're in Minnesota and you're going to a warm climate, it's going to probably be drier there or dry in a different way. I mean, it's dry here in the winter, but – perhaps a dry wind. Like I went to the desert last spring and I nearly died. I couldn't believe how dry my throat got. I'd never been to the desert before. Um, most likely you're going to be eating salty foods, just foods you're not used to, maybe sweets that you normally don't have, or maybe you don't normally eat sweets and you're going to have some. Also, most likely you flew there and flying dehydrates you. That's there's, there's like no moisture in the air on an airplane. And Plus, when you fly, all the moisture in your body evaporates more quickly. So when you land off an airplane, you're dehydrated. The end. So you should really bring an empty water bottle, fill it up at the airport before you board, try to drink all of it on your flight. It's just going to get you ahead of the curve on that. So um, so when you're on vacation, deciding to high rate is so important. So I wouldn't go crazy with some weird specific ounce rules so that all you're doing is annoying everyone with you that you have to pee all the time and you're counting your ounces. Don't be annoying. But what you can do is simply set an action plan. So put a bottle of water by your bed. So when you wake up, chug it. Um, Or decide to have, I'm going to have a glass of water before every beverage. So a glass of water before your morning coffee. Or if you're at an all-inclusive, you're going to have a glass of water before every alcoholic beverage. You're going to have one before every meal or after every meal, before bed. Maybe if you're taking an Uber, you decide in every single Uber, I'm going to chug a bottle of water. Or maybe when I'm waiting in line for a ride, I'm going to try to drink half a bottle of water. Just put some kind of a rule that's easy to remember. Stack the habit of drinking with some other activity on your vacation. So it's not annoying. So you're not annoying other people, but it happens it's so easy just to forget. And so being intentional about it and having a plan for it simply gets your water in and it's going to make you feel so much better. Um, and you can really mitigate a lot of the weight gain of vacation eating by staying hydrated. It, it just can't be overstated. And if you're eating foods you normally don't eat, water is going to help your digestion. It's going to flush out those weird foods it's just gonna help your whole system process everything that's going on on vacation. So hydrate. Now, your routine on vacation, I can't begin to guess all the different ways your routine can be different on vacation. The whole point of vacation is to get out of your routine and to enjoy something totally different. So when it comes to eating on a routine, I would say look at your routine. Think about your upcoming vacation and think about how you can mirror your normal eating routine at least to a degree. Like, do you usually eat breakfast? If you don't and you're on vacation, I don't know that it's so important that you all of a sudden start eating a big breakfast every single day. That's going to change your normal rhythm of how you eat and how your body digests food. And then your normal brain cues as far as what time of day and when you eat, it's all going to start out wonky. So, if you're not a breakfast eater, there's really no reason to start eating breakfast on vacation every single day. I mean, obviously, if you want to have breakfast, have breakfast. But I wouldn't feel pressure to. There's no reason to. Sometimes people fast until noon. I've I fast until noon a lot and on vacation, many vacations. I have stuck to that. Although I would say pay attention to the time zone, because <laughs> if you go to California and you wait till noon to eat, you're gonna be like, why am I so hungry? And, you know, obviously different time zone than like central time. Um, So whatever your eating window is or typical routine, I would just pay attention before you go and think of ways that you can keep your routine at least somewhat normalized. Um, There's no reason just because you're on vacation to all of a sudden start ordering pizzas at 3 in the morning or eat a giant breakfast at 10 a.m. that you normally don't eat. Um, Just use some common sense with your routine and it's going to help how your body processes, it's going to help your normal hunger cues and how you respond to the food that is in front of you. So routine, it's maybe a surprising thing to think about on vacation, but it can make a lot of difference. Now, when it comes to food, the easiest way to handle your food consumption is to think about making swaps. You are going to have most likely opportunities to eat foods you normally don't get to eat and The whole point of vacation is to enjoy your vacation. So if you're going to New York City and you want to have a Reuben at that one deli, you need to have the Reuben at that one deli. But maybe that means you don't have the ordinary noodles and company lunch that everyone else has, you know, and you order something giant just because it's vacation. Maybe you think, okay, I'm having a Reuben later, so I'm going to have an entree salad for lunch. Or... You know, some kind of a swap. I I used to just eat like a crazy person on vacation. And I would eat things I didn't even care about, especially if it's a buffet or you're an all-inclusive, it's like it's free. I must eat as much of this as possible to get my money's worth. Well, the money is already spent. So it's silly to think that you've spent all of this money and now you need to put it all in your body and then go home and work it off simply because you paid for it. It's really not very common sense. So, I mean, think about think about J-Lo. Like, J-Lo has a craft services team at all of her concerts and all of her movie sets, and it's all free, and she doesn't eat it just because it's free. Look at her banging body at age 50. She clearly doesn't gorge herself on free food. So just because something is free doesn't mean you need to eat it. Seriously. And just because it's on a buffet and it was included in your ticket doesn't mean you need to eat all of the food still make good choices. The money has already been spent. So you can control the bleeding here. Sorry if that's mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be common sense. So anyway, if you want really good meals on vacation, you should have them. But make a swap. Sometimes if I'm going to have something really, really delicious that's really, really highly caloric, I have a small salad first. And then I can eat less of that highly caloric thing, but I'm still full and I'm still happy. Or go the opposite way and say, I'm not going to eat anything but that entree so I can enjoy it. And every inch of possible space in my belly is for that entree. Awesome. The problem comes when you say, I'll have the appetizer, the salad, the amazing entree, and then a dessert. And then don't forget the double bread basket. And then let's go to ice cream after. That is vacation eating gone crazy. Have your amazing entree and call it good. That's what I'm suggesting. Um, A lot of times when I've gone on vacation, a rule that's worked really well for me is to say, anytime I'm at a restaurant that's not interesting, like we just need to get a bite to eat, I order a salad. And that way when I'm at a restaurant that's interesting and there's something good and fun or different, I can have whatever I want because I, I had a nice vegetable salad healthy, clean, fiber, veggies. That was my meal. So now I can have whatever I want. I've swapped essentially. My rule of thumb is you can have anything you want, just not everything you want all the time. And that really plays in on meals on vacation. Another good swap is to say I'm going to have dessert, but not bread. Or I'm going to have a piece of bread and I'm going to share my dessert. But you you can just simply apply some reasonable common sense so you can enjoy your food without going nuts. As far as desserts go, desserts and me, uh, we don't get along very well because I sugar crash. And sugar, it can just cause a lot of physical issues for me and for a lot of other people too. And if you normally don't eat a lot of sugar and then all of a sudden you eat it, you can get sick or fall asleep and then your whole night is ruined. And if you're on vacation, you wanna enjoy every moment. So be careful with the sweets. I'm not saying you should skip them, but I will suggest a few strategies for sweets. First of all, a good plan, if you want to choose this one, is to say you're only going to have desserts at restaurants. So that means you don't hit the vending machine. Like, I love vending machines, I don't know about you guys. I love vending machines. They're just the magic of you put money in and it gives you whatever you want. Like when I was a kid, I used to fantasize about having unlimited change and being able to get everything out of a vending machine. Like I didn't have to make a choice. I could just have whatever I wanted. And I would think about that a lot. That was what I fantasized about as a kid. And so when I'm at a hotel and I see the sign for ice and vending, I like to just go look at the vending machine because I just think it's magic and it's so awesome. So I have a hard time not on vacation going to the hotel vending machine. So a good swap for me is to say I'll only have desserts at a restaurant. So I can't do the vending machine. I can't do the gift shop. And that means if everyone wants to go to ice cream or go get donuts, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to have my desserts only at restaurants, like at my sit down meal. Or conversely, I'm not going to have dessert at a restaurant. I am going to every day have ice cream or a donut or a vending machine treat. It's it's like you get to pick a thing every day, one thing, so that you're not having all the things and your sugar crashing like I would. So pick the thing that's the most important to you and that gives you the most bang for your buck so that you can have whatever you want, just like I said. Not all the things you want all the time. You do not want to be totally sugar crashed out and not enjoy your trip. At least that's what happens to me on sugar. Another key point, and this one is tough. This one I struggle with every single trip. You need to decide when your vacation begins and ends. And what I mean by that is sometimes we can consume 1,500 calories before we even leave the state. You get to the airport, you have cocktails at the airport, you order breakfast, or you get a bunch of snacks for the plane. You go, ooh, I want a big breakfast sandwich because it's vacation. Or I'm going to have a latte and a breakfast sandwich and a cocktail because it's vacation. And like you're still at the airport. You actually haven't even left the state. So I would suggest you calm down and make a plan for the airport and just decide when does vacation start? Does it start at the airport? Does it start on the airplane? Does it start when you land? It can be whatever you want, but make a plan for it because you're just starting out your vacation. And when you get off the plane and change into your swimsuit, it's good if the swimsuit fits. That's all I'm saying. So if you love the idea of having a cocktail at the airport, maybe choose to have a low calorie breakfast or maybe say okay I'm not going to have a cocktail on the plane or I'm not going to eat on the plane whatever just make some swaps so that you start your vacation out with your brain and your senses all intact and In that one it's hard I get it when I get to the airport I want a latte and I want seven bags of candy for the airplane that's what I it's just what I want to do and then as far as when the vacation ends This one is also really hard for me because when I get home, I want to stretch that vacation feeling out because I'm so depressed vacation is over. So I'll come home and be like, well, it's still technically a vacation day from work. So Girl Scout cookies came while I was gone. I'll just have a box of these and then vacation's over. I've done that. I did that last year. Um, So making a plan for when does vacation end is smart. My personal rule is my vacation ends when I walk into the airport. That's when I say, okay, like vacation is over. I just grab a bottle of water. I choose not to eat very much. Um, if I do, I eat something really clean and, and healthy, and I'm done. Vacation is over. I try to get my mind right. I try to get my head wrapped around just reviewing all the wonderful memories of my vacation, and I stop all of the celebratory eating. So, And you don't have to make that rule. You can decide that it does end the next morning. You can decide whatever you'd like. I'm just saying it's smart to decide. Make a logical, common-sense decision based on you and what your plans are and what your goals are. So you just got back from vacation. I'm really sorry that your vacation is over. And no matter what you do, it's likely that you're going to have gained a little bit of weight on vacation. And it, it really isn't a big deal if you know how to approach it. So I'm going to give you my little post-vacation plan. And this is not original to me. This has been cobbled together from lots of different sources, people that I've respected and, and sought advice from over the last few years um, as I've tried to get my arms around my own vacation eating and, and how – I want to fit vacations and vacation eating into my life in a happy way. And my whole point here is that you eat food based on what you decide, not based on cravings and urges and this sense of of out-of-control craziness. And if you give yourself permission to eat certain foods in certain quantities, in certain settings, you can enjoy them and not feel bad about them. And the same thing when you come home from vacation. If you're aware that, you know what, I might have gained a little bit of weight, and that's okay because I know how to lose that weight, and I loved my vacation, and I loved everything that I ate, then that's a healthy, wonderful way to look at the whole thing. So here's how I recover from vacation weight gain. First of all, nobody likes this. Don't weigh yourself. Like, just don't do it. Why do you want to know? Why do you need to put a number on it? Because guess what? Most of your weight gain on the scale on the first day after vacation is going to represent water, blood volume, swelling from traveling, the salt, the sugar, abnormalities to your sleep, to your routine. If you've been drinking alcohol, Holy cow, is your body like freaking out and holding on to water and trying to readjust all of these things, get all that poison out of you? So don't weigh yourself. That's a fool's errand. You know that you gained a little weight. Okay, the end. You know what you need to know. So, how do you get rid of it? I suggest that you go super rigid for one week, just one week, seven days where you do not eat any sugar you do not drink any alcohol, you do not eat any desserts or junk food or snacky, carby, junky things like chips and crackers. Instead, you eat salads, vegetables, lean meats and proteins if you eat those things, and when you're hungry, more vegetables. Throw in a protein shake every day. Just give your body nutritious, clean, easy to handle, whole foods, So your body can just get back to work, cleaning all that stuff out, recover, reset, and just replace all of the vitamins and nutrients that you may have missed out on by eating maybe not perfectly healthy food. You gave yourself permission to do it, fine. But now you need to put in the good stuff and only the good stuff for one week. And also for that one week, hydrate. Drink as much water as you can possibly stand. I would say a gallon a day minimum is a good way to start because that's going to flush all of that salt, that alcohol, all of the extra fat, all that stuff, it's going to flush it out of you. And the whole point is to get rid of it. So the greatest thing you can do, even if you don't eat clean, drink water, copious amounts of water. Your body is made up of like, I don't know, they say 60 or 70% water. Just drink drink a ton of water. It's insane the difference that this makes for your bloat and for the weight gain. So drink lots of water. Exercise. If you normally exercise every day, get back at it. Hit it hard. You're going to probably be sore. You're probably going to be a little slower, a little sluggish. Just go get it done. Go as hard as you can as soon as you can. And if you're not normally an exerciser – Walk. Go for a walk. The very first day back, go for a brisk walk. Go to yoga. Stretch it out. Get your body moving. Get the endorphins flowing. Get the sweat going. Sweat out that alcohol, that sugar, that salt, those toxins. Just get your body firing again on all cylinders. You're going to feel so much better if you move your body. So exercise. I'm telling you, those three things eating clean hydrating and exercising for 1 week vigilantly rigidly you're going to be close to your pre-vacation status so fast you're not even going to be able to believe it because your body your body wants to get rid of that especially if you normally don't like live a vacation diet diet and you're all of a sudden eating all these different things and you're in a different environment and you're drinking maybe more than you normally would with alcohol and eating junk, your body wants to get back to normal. So it's going to fight to get you to equilibrium, so it's going to work with you. And if you can clean it up and hydrate and exercise, it's going to snap back super fast. So that's that's all. That's really it in a nutshell. Also, sleep. Sleep is really good. Also, uh, talk about your vacation. If you're from somewhere cold and you want somewhere warm, Make sure that you complain about your tan lines and complain about your flaking skin and and um, just make everyone around you feel real bad that they didn't get to go. <laughs> That's a good rule of thumb. I'm kidding! Don't do that. People hate. Don't be that person. People hate that. So, I hope you found this helpful, my little vacation planning episode. And then, um, if you do go by vacation. Um, I would love to come with you. So go ahead and feel free to invite me and buy me a ticket and let me stow away in your luggage. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining me on this episode. I hope that you get to go on a fun vacation this winter. Spring break is coming and I hope you get to go somewhere warm or somewhere really adventurous and really fun and enjoy it in all the ways. Enjoy it. If you have comments or questions about this podcast, or you just want to say hello, send me a DM on destination underscore begin on Instagram. You can also email me, Kristen, at destinationbegin.com, and I would love to hear from you. And I'd love it if you shared this episode, send your friends, send it to a friend who's going on vacation and say, hey, here's an idea for you. And send me examples of your vacation food plans. I'd love to. Love to hear about them. I'd like to probably steal some of your ideas as I'm going on a couple of vacations this winter myself. So keep slinging, everyone. Have a great week.